Signs of the Times, February 17, 1890 Strive lawfully So run that ye may obtain. Not all who run obtain the prize. Some miss the crown that is to be given at the end of the race. Not everyone that seeketh, not everyone that striveth for the mastery is victorious. Paul says, If a man also strive for masteries, yet is he not crowned, except he strive lawfully? Multitudes have had light upon the truth for this time. They have understood the claims of the law of God. But because the world keeps Sunday, they reason to themselves that they cannot be singular. They say, I will serve God and be correct in everything else, but I cannot keep the Sabbath, because I should lose my influence in the world. I cannot afford to be unpopular. They say, I will run, I will strive to obtain the crown of life, and the Lord will not refuse to give me the reward simply because I did not keep the Sabbath of the fourth commandment. I will keep Sunday as sacredly as anyone can keep the seventh day. But the Lord has said, Yet is he not crowned, except he strive lawfully? Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house. And it fell, and great was the fall of it. And when the king came in to see the guests, he saw there a man which had not on a wedding garment. And he saith unto him, Friend, how camest thou in hither, not having a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then said the king to the servants, Bind him hand and foot, and take him away, and cast him into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for many are called, but few are chosen. Many profess to be children of God, who have not taken heed to their ways. They have not understood what Christ meant when he prayed that his disciples might be sanctified through the truth, and added, Thy word is truth. The man who presumed to come to the wedding feast with the citizen's dress on represents the class who decide that their own righteousness is sufficient to recommend them to God, and they do not purify their souls by looking to Christ and striving to run so that they may obtain. They do not put away the evil of their doings. They do not the words of Christ. They do not see the necessity of putting on the robe that has been prepared for them at an infinite cost, the robe of Christ's righteousness, 
and they will be cast into outer darkness, where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. In the parable of the ten virgins, five of them are described as wise, and five are foolish. The foolish virgins took no oil in their vessels with their lamps. They did not obtain the grace of Christ. They were just like the wise virgins as far as theory and appearances were concerned. They had their lamps, but they had no oil. They made a profession, but they did not know what genuine conversion meant. And when the bridegroom came, they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. When once the master of the house is risen up, saith Christ, and hath shut to the door, and ye begin to stand without, and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us, and he shall answer and say unto you, I know you not, whence ye are. Then shall ye begin to say, We have eaten and drunk in thy presence, and thou hast taught in our streets. But he shall say, I tell you, I know you not, whence ye are. Depart from me, all ye workers of iniquity. There will be multitudes who run but cannot enter into heaven's gates, for they are not crowned unless they strive lawfully. In life and spirit and character, they must come into conformity with the will of God. Genuine faith works by love and purifies the soul. There is a faith that has power to cleanse the life from sin. The devils believe that Christ came into this world as man's Redeemer, that he wrought mighty miracles, that he was one with the Father, and that he died a shameful death to save fallen man. The devils believe that he rose from the dead, that he ascended into the heavens, and sitteth on the right hand of the Father. The devils believe that he is coming again, and that shortly, with power and great glory, taking vengeance on them that know not God and obey not the gospel. They believe all that is recorded in the Old and New Testaments. But will this faith save the demons of darkness? They have not the faith that works by love and purifies the soul. That faith, and that alone, which cleanses the soul temple, is the genuine faith. Everything that defileth must be put away. All filthiness of the flesh and spirit must be removed from us, if we would enter in through the gates into the city. Jesus says, If ye love me, keep my commandments.